What's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of One in Ones. On this episode, we're going to meet Madison. And I usually like to start these episodes with a little bit of an intro that glosses over what we're talking about and the topics we cover. However, I don't think I'm going to do this for this episode because the more I listened to Madison speak and as I went over and listened to our conversation, I realized who best to tell Madison's story than Madison herself. And Madison is such a great storyteller, so you're really going to want to listen to this one from start to finish and enjoy the whole ride through. I promise you, it's all nothing but great things. And once again, I hope everyone out there is having a great day. Madison, I hope you're having a great day. Happy 4th of July to everyone out there, to you and yours, whether you're celebrating or not. And if you don't live in the States, you know, happy July 4th and Thursday or Friday or Wednesday. I don't really know how time works globally. But regardless, have a great day. I'll see you guys later. That was a fun team meeting. That was I love fun. team meetings. Uh, me too. I almost feel like it's just a big hangout, and I'm like, I, I always know. look forward to them. I'm such a nerd. I'm like, can't wait for this team meeting. Like, yeah. I remember my first one. Me Tan- too! Okay. Well, Tan... <laughs> We're so excited. Uh, yeah, Tanner was like... Because afterwards, I was like feeling so alive, obviously, and like energized, and be like, yeah, this is why I work here. And then Tanner said that exact thing. He was like, yeah, like every team meeting, I just like remember why I love working here. And I was like, that's how I felt. It's crazy. Yeah. No, but truly, it's just like, because mm-hmm. we only ever see each other in a work context, pretty much. Um, well, I mean, like, and it's so rare now that we're growing so much that we all get to be in one place together. Yeah. It's so special. Yeah. It's like a... It's like a like in sports when you would have like a a bonding night or something. You go over to someone's oh, house. Oh, team and bonding. Watch. Team bonding. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty much what we should call it from now on. It's team bonding. Team bonding. Not team meeting. No, it's a working at Cotton Cloud is uh, quite the athletic feat. It oh, honestly, truly, we our opponents are bad bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this is gonna be such a great episode. I can already tell. Eighty-six um, bad vibes. Oh my gosh! Every year of my life. <laughs> um, it's interesting that you said vessel because when thinking about this, I remember sitting. I had sat with. I oh, I can't really remember who first. I think I sat with Chris first, and then I sat with Jared and uh, I remember going over this idea of like I want to do something that has to do with connecting and storytelling but I'm not sure like what or why but I just know that it's like I want these stories to be about the people I work with and maybe even the guests because there's a lot that I'm learning about the people I work with that I wish other people could know about it. And I just feel like I connect a lot with their story or like it's relatable. And like, if I could feel that, then I think other people can too. And I also remember thinking like after my origin trip, I was, I felt like one of the strengths I had was I was able to 
connect with people really quickly. Mm. I was like, I took that and I was like, okay, but how do I apply it for something that is beneficial for us? And so then all I came down to condensing the whole idea was storytelling and connecting. And initially I thought this was going to take a writing route Mm. where like basically do something like this, but I would write down everything about someone and make it into a newsletter. But then with like the system that we have at work where you kill your own idea. Uh And I was like, oh, that's easy. Newsletter equals spam equals straight to the trash in people's mind, realistically. And I know my style of writing is really lengthy. So (laughs) got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. (laughs) So it's not going to, you know, it's not going to reach everyone. And then I left it at that. And so then Chris was like, well, why don't you like have like an additional podcast segment? I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And uh, he's like, yeah. I was like, I don't know anything about podcasts or recording or anything. He's like, oh, that's the easy stuff. But just like come up with some questions and think of a mission statement and you know, can and I ask what your mission statement is? Yeah. So then that's when I also sat down with Jared because I needed help with this. So I told him the same thing all over again I did with Chris, but with Jared. And then I was like, I think it's, I just want to be the vessel in which I connect people through other people to other people through sharing our stories. Man, that's so sick. And that's And then I said the word vessel. And then that's I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's and as if you're accomplishing your mission statement. How crazy. Yeah. And Yeah, I was like cuz ultimately, yeah, I I'm the host of this and I do have to give myself some credit, but cred where creds do. This isn't like again, like this isn't about me. Like this isn't my show. Like realistically, this is your guys's show i'm just here like working the technology stuff and pressing the buttons pressing the buttons holding the microphone dropping microphones editing the stuff obviously dropping the mic yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> what i've never dropped this chris you're listening and <laughs> chris never dropped, never dropped this. it <laughs> yeah so that's rad i it's really fun i love listening to these and i love hearing more about the people that i work with interact and interact with as well because you know we get to know each other a lot as a team but there's so much that you also don't get to know exactly and so this is a really fun format to get to know people better and I don't know if I, I I was talking to Chris about this today and he seemed so surprised when I told him that I also have a passion for storytelling He was like wait what I didn't know that about you and I was like oh yeah I like literally want to go to school and learn how to tell stories like, I'm going to be an English major, and I want to, like, that is, like, my favorite thing in the whole world. Like, I think that stories are kind of the secret sauce that brings human together, brings humans together. Mm-hmm. And that, that was what I, I gave a whole speech on that in order to get this scholarship for school. Like, I just, so what I, all that to say, I think what you're doing is so rad, and I'm three million percent behind it oh thank you yeah and and i i 
I noticed this really early on when I started working here too, and it was like, sure, the people are coming here for the coffee, and as like they should, like it's great coffee, and it's also though like it's far more than just coffee. It's like you walk in to before Portola, and then eventually it was Abbott Square, and it was like you were walking into something like warm, something nice and you wanted to stay there and it was like the coffee brought you there the like hype on like oh this new coffee shop but then you you kept coming back and going back because of the people who worked there or the people you met there or just the environment of how it made you feel do you want to know something Hmm. i didn't drink coffee before working at cat and cloud (laughs) oh scandalous this is the tea portion (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know a thing about coffee before working at Cat and Cloud, Red. I just loved exa- exactly what you're talking about. I came in for the feeling mm-hmm. because I knew Natalie Leggett. Our mm-hmm. families have always been really close. Mm-hmm. And like we back when I lived in Arizona, her family also lived in Arizona. And they went out yonder um, and then eventually made their way back after my family had moved to Santa Cruz because of my dad. Her dad now lives here mm-hmm. and their whole family. And so... Like, anyways, I had heard all about her time working at Cat and Cloud Mm -hmm. and how she would just rave about what Cat and Cloud's about. And I was like, that sounds amazing. Um, Yeah. And so when I found out they were hiring, I made it clear that I don't know anything about coffee. And that was not an issue at all because obviously it's about the people. And Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's almost an advantage for them because this was – I came as a clean slate and they got to teach me everything. Mm -hmm. And so – like, Cat and Cloud is my standard. Mm-hmm. And so I go other places, and I'm like, ah, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and but it's just so rad to be able to have learned from some of the best in, dare I say, the world. Yeah. Um, at, at least globally recognized. Yeah. And so I initially, I didn't have su- like a, f- a full understanding of how wide our impact is when I first got here and I remember Jared and Chris and Charles trying to kind of relay that and I was like yeah cool like people know us and then I was actually like around the world Mm -hmm. and I would mention that I work at Cat and Cloud and baristas would respond with oh my gosh I listen to that podcast all the time I love Cat and Cloud Mm -hmm. I'd be like what are you serious (laughs) do you know this place and yeah. so then when people didn't know, I'd be like, you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, it's, but it's so rad. It's crazy, too, how, like, you don't necessarily r- realize, like, how well-known, like, the cafe is. Like, in Santa Cruz, like, sure, but, like, you're in Santa Cruz. But then you go to, like, just Southern California, or you go to a different state or another country. And then when, like, you don't realize how stoked people are until you're there and outside of Santa Cruz. And it consistently blows my mind when people come into the cafes and go like today, someone came in from Houston Mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, we came all the way from Houston to come to cat and cloud. And I was like, that's incredible. Like I want to make your experience incredible. Yeah, because... Houston's pretty far. I would know. You would know. Um, <laughs> have you been to Houston recently? Yeah. 
Oh, that's pretty cool. It's not a big deal. No big deal. NBD. Mm-hmm. Cool kid lingo for no big deal. Mm. I know the acronyms. This I'm is a, an educational podcast, too. <laughs> Teach people about all the youth. Mm-hmm. First question, most important question. What's something you're most hyped on right now? Oh, goodness gracious. Um... It really depends on the moment. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Let me grab my tea. (laughs) Sip it, sip it, sip it. Um, I'm going to say at this current moment, because it literally, truly depends on the moment. But right now, I'm super hyped to go to school. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I'm almost surprised hearing myself say that, because just earlier today, I was like, (laughs) don't want to go to school, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But at this current moment... I am getting really excited to step outside this little world that I've been living in um, and get out of Santa Cruz. Because, I mean, I could literally see myself starting a career here, which feels wild. And I I don't know what will happen with that, but the fact that I get to step away for up to four years... Um, and just get to go be a student is getting me really excited. And I am especially excited about the school that I'm going to because, um, it's a small school with, which is always something that really appealed to me because I, all of my most favorite, most meaningful learning has always come from close relationships with teachers and who I felt like teachers who cared about me rather than just hear his information, learn it. <laughs> um, but teachers who like, I felt like I grew as a person because I had them as a teacher and I, there's countless, like I, my favorite teachers, like Miss Wiles, she's my freshman year English teacher major shout out to her she's also um my soccer coach for a year my junior year (laughs) the year I was injured Mm -hmm. but still like I just love her so much and like the fact that I knew she cared about me and I want to be her friend and I know like would many would characterize that as being a teacher's pet but I just literally, I just like, you're rad, can I be your friend? Um, and then, yeah, yeah junior year English teacher, and also when I was in student government and all that, Miss Dawson, just the best. Um, and so, yeah, just, I'm looking forward to also having like faculty at school who care about me and as a human being and are not just like learn knowledge and try and maybe graduate. Like, I want to actually spend my time like if I'm gonna be going and doing this thing I want to really be there for sure I want to be spending heckin loads of money dollar dollar bills heck yeah I'm gonna want to sit down and chat yeah and and Mm -hmm. actually dive in and so I just um connected with my roommates and it's all happening gotta fill up my billing form so fun so fun Madison, where are you going to school? I'm going to Whitworth University. I don't know if you can tell. I'm wearing a Whitworth University oh. sweatshirt right now. Mm. It's up in Spokane, Washington. Shouts out. Shouts out. Shouts out all the locals out there. Yeah. They're getting a, um, a I'm true homie, a true gem. 
I am super stoked for all the coffee up there. I am really sad that I can't remember the name, but I remember, I think it was last year, a new, it might be Ladder Coffee up in Spokane. They got nominated for a Spudgy Award, and I was like, yo, I'm going to Spokane. I'll be sick. Aw. So, good coffee. Friends. And friends. Friendship. Guys, uh, friendship. Also, love. I'm really excited on friendship. I love friendship. Hell yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Proud supporter. This podcast is sponsored by Friendship. Friendship. <gasps> that is beautiful. Oh, wow. oh my God. That makes my heart <laughs> Oh my melt. gosh. I can't. I'm, if I look more into your eyes, I might start crying. <laughs> okay. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I'm really feeling the love right now. <gasps> it's the fire. That's what it is. Yeah, we got a fire crack. You really set the mood. I know. We got mood lighting. We got tea. We got the fireplace. We got Making you feel swimmers? at home. That's you. You you did the swimmers. Shouts out. I love swimming. TJ's. Shout out Trader Joe's. Not sponsored, but... No, not... Could be. If you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Rad, rad. And, um... So, backtrack a bit. Remember I bit quite a lot of it. Hmm. Madison. Where were you born? (laughs) Mesa, Arizona. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I grew up in Arizona, um, I don't know. Spoiler alert. It's really hot in Arizona. Oh, you may have heard truly. the news. Um, so that is my childhood growing up in that heat. I don't know how I did it. I go back. I'm going back next week in July. I made such a silly decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to Arizona Isn't in July. It like 112 or something? I'm intentionally not looking at the weather. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I'm just going to. Well, the thing is, in Arizona, this is what happens in the summer. You are either inside or you're in the pool. There is no in between. Mm-hmm. Like people just go from air conditioned plate, like buildings to air conditioned cars mm-hmm. or you just are in the pool it's sounds glamorous in those three moments that's about <laughs> it though. it's funny because people it's so cold inside with the air conditioning on and so like maybe the first second of walking outside you're like this is amazing and like you don't even finish your feeling of this is amazing before you realize how miserable it is Ooh. outside but anyways i had a lovely childhood um <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I like I didn't know any different. Arizona was just my like that was just how it was, and I grew up surrounded by family, mm-hmm. and that, in my opinion, was kind of the best way to grow up. Was just every Sunday we had lunch together as a family. Grew up with my mom's whole side of the family around, and that's why I'm going to Arizona next week is to be able to be with all my family because out here in Santa Cruz it's just my immediate family and currently it's just my parents because my other my two siblings are not here (laughs) and so (laughs) so I definitely miss the presence of family around Mm -hmm. and just being able to be like yeah we're all having dinner together or we're all just gonna go do this thing and can I tell you something really adorable yes always so I grew up um, I have a cousin who is four months older than me, Hannah, and we're the only two girl cousins or we were for quite a while. And me and Hannah, my grandma would always have tea parties at my grandma's house. Oh and my we, gosh. It gets better. We, <laughs> we would get all dressed up. We would put on like clip on pearl earrings. We, and my grandma would prepare us, um, I think it was peach iced tea. Oh. 
And then we'd have little finger sandwiches, like all those like tiny little it was like fun food and we'd always have a dessert and we she laid the table out all fancy and we felt like queens. I love tables and snacks and queens. It was the best. We had such good times. And then and we continued that tradition until I moved to Santa Cruz. I was twelve when I moved here. And then I moved to Santa Cruz and we were like, we can't stop. Oh. So <laughs> we started doing Skype tea parties. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So I would be Skyping in with my tea setup in my like room or whatever, and I'd be having, and my cousin and my grandma would all, they'd be having tea. And then that continued on, and we would do that at least twice a year. And then we have another girl cousin, and she, but she lives in Bangladesh, um, classic place to live um <laughs> and but most recently when i was i was in bangladesh in april and so we got to bring in kate to that tradition and so we got to have skype tea me and kate in bangladesh skyping in to my grandma in arizona and my cousin in san diego and it was the most beautiful use of technology i feel like i've ever seen in my entire life just that we got to all connect because of this and anyways that's my adorable story and so oh it gets better Ah, how could I forget (laughs) and so I'm I'm also when I'm in Arizona I'll get to see my like Kate will be there and we're all gonna go out and have a fancy tea party with each other in real life Madison no one has ever seen me cry (laughs) I'm just gonna say that and neither are you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so... How do you know those are all my favorite things? <laughs> oh, Speaking of my favorite things, Sound of Music is my favorite ever. Oh, gosh. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so, Arizona. <laughs> yep. Growing up in Arizona, mm-hmm. and then you moved to Santa Cruz. I was in the middle of sixth grade. I don't know if you know this, but in Arizona, sixth grade is elementary school. Mm. In Santa Cruz, it is middle school. So I got plopped into middle school as Mm -hmm. a Mm 12-year-old, thrown into having to switch classes and do locker. I mean, it really wasn't that difficult, but it felt monumental at the time. And having to make all new friends and find a new community. Because when I found out I was moving to Arizona, I was devastated. Mm -hmm. I'm about... (laughs) I'm about to say something else that I know is going to really, I'm just going to say it. So I found out we were moving to Santa Cruz in Olive Garden. Oh my gosh. And I know how you feel about Olive Garden. (laughs) But I just imagine 11 year old me sobbing in the middle of Olive Garden. Be like, I don't want to leave my friends. I was going to play the bass. Like, this. Oh my god! And you wanted to be in a band. <sighs> Continue, yes. So, anyways, I was so sad to leave my friends. Shout out to Lisa and Catherine. <sighs> Love those two ladies. Um, but yeah, and so I would say it probably took till high school for me to feel like really settled in Santa Cruz and where it felt. Really and truly, like Santa Cruz was my home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I found I found my people, and 
Life was good. Hell yeah. Who or what has been an influential person or moment in your life? Um, can I? Hmm. I am alternating between a moment and a person in my mind. Maybe I'll just do both. You could say both. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Okay. I'm here for it. So, without a doubt, I just unashamedly, I know this is a common answer, but my mom and my parents, just both of them together, um, have shaped who I am today. And I know that that is their job as parents. Um, but I think especially with my mom, she's the kind of, I don't know if you've heard, but Kelly Gotthart is the kind of woman you have a conversation with and she'll change your life. Oh man. Um, she's like the best and I, she is such a strong woman who is so confident in who she is and Mm. both of my parents worked so heart they both instilled in me and my brothers the value of doing your emotional work of just being a healthy human being um and they also really instilled like in order to do that you have to have this intrinsic value and worth like I home was always a safe place where I knew that I was loved and I knew that I could just be who I was and I know like that is such a gift and it's hard to take in sometimes because I know that is not the case for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But my mom is just an all-around badass and watching her um just kind of create her own career and um you know she travels the world a lot. She's she's taken me around the world with her and learning from her and learning from her example and not just because I you know she has she's written an incredible memoir you should read it Unlikely Rebel by Kelly Gotthart um I had no idea I know she's amazing and she's a writer and a speaker and but she's also spent years in the corporate world Mm. and in the nonprofit world um she currently is doing a lot of work with women in the Middle East and She's just amazing, um, but also she does, she shows up as a mom when I need it, and I, when when I went in, because I, spoiler alert, just spent some time traveling, and it was so weird with, in the beginning without her, because mm-hmm. we'd always, she'd always been my international travel buddy. Um, We have a hashtag, and it's hashtag Got Heart Lady Adventures. Oh my gosh. Check it out. I, um. <laughs> Pretty sure it will. It's really you get to see some deep, some dark days of me in middle school <laughs> <laughs> in New York, Relatable. and I'm like in that New York state of mind. Mm. Pretty original caption. New York, <laughs> concrete jungle, red trains, tomatoes. Anyways, Kelly got her school. <laughs> totally say different lyrics. Sick. Anyway, to be really, I was not thinking. I was so into what I was saying. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, and I I joke about I think I, I was talking about this one time with a guest it came up, but you know, my mom so she was a working mom my whole life pretty much. Um and she traveled a lot and I don't 
necessarily know a lot of domestic skills. Like I can't sew or knit or cook or clean or do more than one type of braid. Yeah, um, for sure. But my parents sure did teach me and my brothers how to be humans. And that feels really important. Yeah, I would say so too. And yeah, and again, like I said, most importantly, just knowing that we are loved that has like that is where everything else stems from like if like we can't pour out love to others if we don't also know a hundred percent that we have value yeah absolutely and I feel like a lot of people don't learn that within like uh, a lot of people don't learn that it takes them a while to comprehend and learn that like even oh, into girl, their it's been a journey adulthood and then also too like a lot of people learn that individually or like in solitude not necessarily right. like within a family so yeah and i would say like i grew up as my parents i was quite a feisty confident little girl um, <laughs> sh- i just wanted to do whatever i wanted to do and i <laughs> felt like i could do anything and that honestly is what my parents were like yeah you can do anything and yeah, i think I learned from my own insecurity or from the world around me event. Like obviously I developed a lot of insecurities and even bring out the S word shame. Wow. Um, have that. Don't we all? Um, and so honestly, yeah, I, I spent a lot, a lot of this last year just diving into more of that. And it took a lot of work and it still continues to be work to, continue coming to the conclusion that I am enough just as I am yes you are and I could I and many others could very much tell you that and not that we need to but it's also really amazing that you know that within yourself I do I feel like I can confidently say that right now yeah and it's rad yeah proud of you hey thanks girl hey hey And what about, so you talked about your mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Can't leave out good old dad out. Dad. Daddy. Oh, (laughs) Um, yeah. My dad also was another influential person also in the community. Like a lot of people look to him as well. Um, And I would say, yeah, say from him as well. Just I, you know, I'm the only girl with two other two older brothers. And so obviously kind of daddy's little girl. Um, and we have always had a really awesome relationship. And this last year I took a gap year after graduating from high school and my mom travels a lot. And so it was really fun for me and my dad to get to spend more time together and to develop more of a relationship. Um, and also what has been so rad to see is the way that both of my parents support each other, but I think it stood out to me more the way that my dad supports my mom and how mm. he has always just been such a fierce advocate for her doing what she knows she's called to do. Oh, my gosh. And they are just each other's biggest cheerleaders, and it's so fun to watch. And how they have such a wonderful, beautiful marriage, and they've worked so hard for that. It's not just as like, wow, sunshine's right. Like, you know, marriage is hard work. And yeah, watching them, yeah, and honestly, just in my whole family, transparency is really important. Mm-hmm. And 
being honest with each other and working, you know, because we're a family. It turns out families are messy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard. I, don't, I wouldn't know. As of last year, um, that's like a new discovery the world made, I think. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but, yeah, so just the way that they have navigated that and just have continually chosen each other and committed to supporting each other is rad i love that and seeing how just such a strong man can support a strong woman and no one loses oh my gosh i love them a lot this is just me raving about my family so far so uh (laughs) well then the second part of the question is you had a moment oh right yeah oh we're gonna take a new turn um (laughs) so i would say one of the most pivotal moments in the last few years was when um, so like I said, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of wrapping up a gap year at this point. Um, but you would not have guessed, um, based on my trajectory in high school that I would be doing such a thing. I was kind of the overachiever, do all the things, be really good at academics, be super involved at sports and band and student government. I like, I literally did everything I possibly could. Um, and in my mind, it kind of the logical obvious next step was obviously I'm going straight to school and I'm going to do get my degree and I'm going to go to the next thing. And, um, but that was not working out well. By the time I reached my senior year, I was so burnt out and honestly really lonely and just reached a point where I felt like I was doing so many things and I, I felt like I lost a little, I, I didn't know who I was. I lost who I was and um, felt like I couldn't figure out who I was outside of all of the things that I do. Mm. Um, and I was expressing this and I randomly met up with a friend who I'd always wanted to really sit down and chat with, but we had never really been able to. And I was telling her about this kind of my whole high school journey and she shared a bit of hers and she had taken a gap year. She's, a couple years older than me mm-hmm. and you know she sat at like kind of towards the end of our conversation she was like I really think you should consider taking a gap year and I was like you know immediately my first thought was no like I'm gonna go straight to school it's so hard to not do that yeah why, why would I take a break I'm really good at going fast um <laughs> doing all the things <laughs> um but yeah she was explaining to me she used the metaphor of a treadmill you know sometimes you just kind of get thrown off the treadmill by life and sometimes you have to intentionally step off and yeah she told me that this was one of those times that she really felt like I should intentionally step off and yeah figure out who I was outside of all the things that I do um and if I, if she wouldn't have encouraged me to do that, I would not have done that. I wouldn't be here right now. I would not have continued working at Cat and Cloud. I would have gone straight to school. It was just this entire, that just shifted the whole course of my life, honestly. That one conversation mm-hmm. that we had. Um, because she, it was so wonderful the way that she wasn't like here let me just, you know, often when you show your struggles to someone, they're like, well, here's the fix. Or like, here, here's just like, I'm going to tell you a couple things like, oh, you're, you're great. It's fine. Um, but she, yeah, I mean, from her own experience knew how 
important it was for her to slow down Mm -hmm. because she had similar experiences of just feeling like you have to do all the things and you Mm -hmm. have to essentially gain you know like earn your worth you know like Mm -hmm. I can show people um Mm -hmm. yeah and uh and it's it's hard to even fathom what like I'm not even gonna go down that path of where I'd be if I hadn't have taken this year off and I like the amount that I've grown over the course of this year um is unreal and it was really hard work you know I was I was in therapy that was essential um just having a space where you can be really honest and have a professional um just tell you some really important things Mm -hmm. and just and also just unpacking and demystifying and just like getting rid of the web of like my own thoughts in my head and um yeah and ultimately coming like I said to the conclusion that I'm enough and and living out of a place of worthiness rather than just trying to achieve that Mm -hmm. because you're never going to and yeah so thank you Hannah Heck for that conversation you changed my life major shout out major major shout out wow that's that's really good (laughs) i like uh yeah and 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 if i wouldn't have taken a gap year then i wouldn't have been able to continue working at cat and cloud i wouldn't have been able to go to origin i wouldn't have been able to develop these deep friendships that i have been able to over the course of this year um, I wouldn't, yeah, I have gotten closer with my dad. I would, it's just kind of this whole spiral effect of how, how many beautiful things have come out of it. And like, I got to f- travel the freaking world. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. That's crazy when you think about it in that sense, cause you could be like this whole thing that just happened could have very well not happened. Yeah. It's not even worth it for me to go down that path yeah. just because like I'm, it's more just, I'm so grateful yeah. for this year. It's been incredible. Hell yeah. Ugh. I'm a big fan of you right now. It's not a big deal. Love you. <laughs> you rad. <laughs> um, but speaking of your coffee journey. Yes. Um, how, when did that start and where is it now? Mm. So, like, like you just said, there's been so many opportunities like you got mm-hmm. to go to origin and travel through work um so what's like the cafe life been your like origin trip and all that stuff so yeah yeah so like i said i originally got connected to cat and cloud through natalie leggett mm-hmm. um you know she was such a a beacon of light at portola and such a, a huge part of what made that store the place that it it is mm-hmm. today um, and also my, so my oldest brother, Caleb, he, he and his friend Victor would go every Monday to the pop-up at Companion mm-hmm. back in the day. And I would always be like, cool, you're like doing your cool coffee thing. You think you're so cool. <laughs> 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 like you're into coffee or whatever. Like what a, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, was just working a random summer job. I was working at the Fountain at Mount Hermon. Fun times, but it was just too far away. So I wanted something closer. And, uh, yeah, so when I interviewed with Jared, that was a fun time. 
Um, cause I, we had a scheduled interview and then I went in on some random day and he was working a bar mm-hmm. and we had only chatted on the phone. So I was like, oh, I should probably be like, Hey, this, I'm the human you chatted with on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I shook his hand and he like looked at his watch. He was like, uh, I'm off in like 15. You want to chat for a minute? And I was like, Oh, hey, <laughs> for sure. Classic. Ugh. But that was also ended up being so rad because I didn't have any time to like try and figure out. Like, who who do I want to be in this? You know, it's like, I was just like, here's me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and then when I did get hired, knowing that I was hired for who I was, and that was pretty cool to know that, yeah, like they want me, and I'm going to be here. But I got hired the summer going into my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. and that was such an incredible summer just learning, diving into the coffee world. And me and Alyssa started at the same time and we went to high school together. Mm -hmm. And so working together was also such, it brought us so much closer. And I remember we were training with Kay Hutt and she would, she had us try uh, our by the cups. Couldn't tell you what they were at the time. And she asked us what what we were tasting. And we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, coffee? (laughs) Uh-huh. And then, you know, ugh, wow, what a journey. And I remember like trying to memorize the menu and, you know, oh. really those old habits from high school of just trying to be the perfect student. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They don't, they do, they do hard. Um, it doesn't go away. No, no. So I really wanted to do well at Cat and Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I, yeah, it's been so rad. And I, I did not expect to stay here. I I knew I knew I wanted to work during my senior year and and then I was going to go away to school but then when I took a gap year once that was decided I decided that at the end of March um and and then it was like all right I'm going to stay at Cotton Cloud for a while um which then uh, there was this um mint or no there was no <laughs> um and so then there was a signature drink contest and we got to, we had the opportunity as team oh, members yeah. to, okay, yeah. yeah, so that's how that happened. We, as team members, we got to present a signature drink if we wanted to have it in the cafes mm-hmm. and we would make it for the whole team and there'd be a judge panel and everyone would try it and we would kind of make our pitch for why we felt like that should be there. And I really felt like... Yeah, everyone, you know, assumed it would be some sort of coffee beverage. I was like, no, y'all, we need a lemonade Mm. because we have this whole, like, we want to make people's days. We want to be approachable to families and also, like, who doesn't freaking love lemonade? Um, And so, such a basic recipe. And so it was so much fun to create. um, and And I really felt like, I like going in. I was like, yeah, I feel so confident that this is something that would really benefit the cafes, um, and making it. And that was that was so much fun. And then the day itself, obviously, was rough. The double ear infection. It's fine. <laughs> um, but then I all all I knew was that the winner would get their drink in the cafe, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> to me, that was, you know, and get some commission on it, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And to me, that was the dream. And so when I found out that I had won, it was like, all right, you get this commission, you get your drink, it's going to be rolling out soon. And I was like, ah, oh, sick, that's amazing. And then Jerry was like, and do you also want to go to Origin? And I was like, what? Yep. <laughs> y- yeah. And uh-huh. this was announced during the team meeting, During too. the team meeting. It was like the surprise, like, prize or something. Right. And I, oh my gosh, that was a crazy moment. Again, oh, so if I wouldn't, remember that. if I wouldn't have taken this gap year, I couldn't have gone. Yeah. But instead, like at that point, I really, I had been working for quite a while and had developed this insane coffee education and learned so much about coffee and developed a deep love for it. I love it so much. Um, And so then going to Origin, me and Brittany got to go to Origin together. (sighs) What a time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that was the end of September. I was my birthday happened on origin what Mm -hmm. it was a great way to spend my birthday we were yeah yeah, we had done a cup it was the columbia best cup with cafe imports and yeah we got and i was so nervous going in i remember expressing to jared i was like i don't know anything about coffee he's like no you do like trust yourself you know things and i was like okay (laughs) <laughs> and then because i you know we had done cuppings as a staff before and um and he just really encouraged me to trust your gut and going there and learning how to score um coffees and and growing more confident in that and so yeah on my birthday we had done a cupping table and then we got to go visit a farm that also was like a brewery <laughs> And so sick. It's like just like having a beer on my birthday and <laughs> that trip it just it just is hard it's impossible for it not to shift your perspective. Mm-hmm. And not only to experience other people in the coffee world because I had no knowledge of the coffee world prior to cat and cloud. And Mm -hmm. then to dive in from and get to see all these other cafes from around the world Mm -hmm. and all, all, or all these wonderful people. Yeah. And then, but then also obviously to get to see the producers and hear their stories and we got to have this dinner with the producers. Um, and they all went up and shared how meaningful it was. And it was, I, I, I think I still have like notes on my phone from like, you know, Aww. like little like things I jotted down like, oh, this was so meaningful. And uh, yeah. And then also with Brittany, just to have that time together, we really just relied on each other mm-hmm. and getting to bring home a coffee. That was really fun that we, you know, these last few weeks being able to be like that Colombian, it's like fine or whatever, but I, I helped pick it out. Um, fun fact. For trivia night, I picked out this coffee. Yeah, and just <laughs> the incredible pride that goes into that, and even seeing Alyssa and Lucas now being like, "Yo, this Brazilian's ours," mm-hmm. and it's amazing. And and then it changes other people's like guest perspective on mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Like you're a barista, and like I'm not just a barista, not not at Cat and Cloud, <laughs> <laughs> not here. He listen here. When you're not, your I'm family. Not. Oh my gosh. Every year of my life, Olive Garden is just blowing my mind. 
<laughs> and cat and cloud obviously to, uh, it's a out. given yeah <laughs> yeah so origin and that was red and then um and i also got to spend time at both stores and that was cool i spent my whole senior year working at abbott which is a, such a fun community and i get to be back there now mm-hmm. and but also last fall i got to be at, in at portola and <sighs> coffee is cool you guys i'm a oh. fan and it's weird yeah. My friends are also not super, like, into coffee. Like, my friends from school and things like that. And so it always makes them laugh when I'm like, you want to try this espresso? And they're like, no. Like, that's gross. I'm like, no, but it's crazy. You tasted these gummy bear flavors? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> they're like, no, it tastes like coffee. It tastes like bad. Like, it tastes like sour. Like, they, you know, it's... Yeah. I remember the first time I tasted espresso. I was like, this people drink this on purpose? <laughs> people paid lots of money for this? I know. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I remember mm. those days too. The good old days. Yeah. Yeah. What about your origin trip? Aside from like I guess you had just mentioned a bunch of like small points about right. why that was really important and memorable for you. But if there's something you took from Columbia and you would want to share with everyone mm. listening now or just like even since you've been back from there what would be that one thing? And I know that's super hard to just narrow it down to one thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, man, I, I mean, honestly, my first thought was that was how rad. I just couldn't stop thinking about how incredible it was that I got to do this, that Cat and Cloud would let me do this. And they would trust me and Brittany to buy coffee. And, um, yeah, because like I said, it just is such a perspective changer to see that, like, oh, that is an actual coffee cherry. And and I am listening to this producer talk about how much care he puts into it. And I even remember one, um, one farm we went to, they were talking about how the local community had come together um, and there wasn't this competition between all these um these farms because they really realized how important it was to conserve water they really so they all came up with a plan together mm-hmm. to be able to have an energy efficient way to produce the coffee mm-hmm. and just seeing how like it wasn't just they're making this bean for us to consume like they like communities are coming together like people are yeah like that we we get to be a part of something so huge and often we think we're the we're like the big show but honestly it felt like you guys like they're doing the thing you know and we just make we like kind of make it look pretty Mm -hmm. but what they're doing is incredible like I could spend so long talking about the way that they craft the coffee from like step one and I learned so much about that process. And, oh, my gosh, if I could go again, just how how that experience in Colombia, like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And if I got to go again just to be like, okay, now I have all these new questions. And it's, it was almost this, like, jumping off point and coming back and talking to other people and learning about their experiences. Yeah. Yeah. It's – I felt similarly about my – my trip too and it was 
it all just came down to the hard work and especially the hard work that goes unseen. 100%. Because again, like realistically, as much as we would like everyone to know this information, not everyone knows the information. And so, you know, it's true. Like you said it kind of jokingly before, but here at Cat and Cloud, we're not just baristas. We're all kind of storytellers. 100%. So. Definitely. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cat and Cloud has just been such, like, so essential to my life. Yeah. That's, it's actually one of my next questions. And this one, hmm, I'm, I'm going to phrase it a bit differently than I usually do, but what about this place that we work out is and has been so special to you and not to like bring down the mood but when you do go off into your other journey to school Mm -hmm. what's something you're gonna take from this place and apply to your life um yeah cotton cloud has been like i said so important and just to have as it has been a constant in my life for over a year now. No, two years. Mm-hmm. Snap. Whoa. Yeah. Time. Oh, over over two years. Crazy. Um, and a lot has happened in these last two years. A lot of really gnarly, hard things have happened. And Cat and Cloud has been a consistent, consistent source, even for me, to see my own... Like, it is a place where I really feel like I can thrive, where I know that I'm doing a good job, where I'm getting feedback from people about ways that I can improve and grow. And honestly, it's been this, like, training crowns for me as I've been on this journey of discovering who I am to kind of to become more authentically myself. I... I just feel so much more me than I ever have. And I would credit that a lot to Cat and Cloud and and just having this constant community and this constant place where I can grow and I can learn. Um, and really learning that it I'm going to take away so much more when I show up. And I'm going to be able to to serve other people so much better when I show up as my authentic self, when I'm having a fun time, when I am really feeling in the groove when I like that, that's when other people are going to feel the most loved and cared for. And that's been such a huge takeaway and knowing again, just operating out of that place of worthiness. Like it, that's, that's how you, like that's really where the the fun stuff starts to happen because then other people mm-hmm. feel that love and they're like, yo, I'm freaking worthy too. <laughs> and yeah, it's been such, I just have grown so much more confident in who I am over the course of working here. And it's been so fun. It's just been so fun. Um, and it's just, yeah, a constant source of community of people who, I know care about each other mm-hmm. and I can be real with and who also can be real with me and be like, Hey, uh, it's time to grow. I'm like, Oh yeah. Great point there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to miss it so much when I go to school. It's kind of, 
even when I was like gone for three months, not even, mm-hmm. and I still would check base camp. Like, how's everything <laughs> going, guys? Miss you. <laughs> it was just like it's just I I love these people. I love you people. I think I'm gonna take a stance on behalf of Cat and Cloud and say that uh, we also love you, Madison. Aww. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I hope y'all are okay with it. And if not, too bad. This is my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like like going on this next journey of, you know, going to college? Escuela. La Escuela. Do you si. feel like there's a lot well, I guess it's kind of redundant to ask or say, but like, cause you kind of just mentioned, but a lot of things that you did learn here, you feel confident to like kind of grow on more. And yeah, it's also kind of crazy. Like I got to spend two years being developed as a professional before I go to school. Like I have a, like I, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I've gained a lot of professional skills. I have. Yeah you know, grown so much in the interviewing process. I know how to work well with others. Like, it's just crazy Mm. the amount of skills that I've gotten to learn while being here. Mm. 100%. And, you know, nowadays there isn't really, like, a correct order to doing things. Hell no. Ooh. Nuh-uh. Ooh. And so, yeah, going to school with already that, this wide skill set that isn't just, like, I can make coffee. It's like, no. Conflict resolution. You ever heard of it? Communication, peer-to-peer can do no problemo i am your biggest fan right now (laughs) (laughs) i literally cannot you're just uh yeah yeah you just with before i even thought it you said exactly what i was gonna say about how like you kind of do things not in the right order anymore you kind of do them however you want now yeah i'm kind of over that whole like here's how you should do things the word should i am its least favorite Mm. i i am it's um don't tell me what to do how about that yeah Yeah. how about that i am i don't live by those shoulds no more Mm. heck no but i'm i'm really excited for you thank you and i'm really excited for every time you do come visit oh don't worry i'll be back oh heck yeah be hanging out summers it's I gonna be know party time everything i'm so excited for you this is one of my last questions mm-hmm. and it's who is your favorite artist currently you ready for this hmm. olivia wilde olivia wilde i know it's not oh. surprising didn't expect that one no so she just directed the movie book smart mm-hmm I don't think it's in theaters anymore. Real sad. Mm. But it's an amazing movie. I only got to see it once in theaters. Um, but I, I also love going to movies by myself. It's a fun thing I like to do. Um, but I got I saw that movie all by my lonesome. Um, and it's just really, really well done. And, you know, it's also just so authentic. It's just this wonderful story about these two best friends. Um, and... I'm the kind of person who watches something and, that I like and will just dive real deep mm. into like the interviews and the backstory and the you know all the news stories and so like I just kept uncovering all of these actresses and actors in the movie kept going back over and over to 
Olivia Wilde, the director, and being like, she created this culture on set of, like, like it was just the best place to work. And everyone gave their all, but they also felt so safe, and they felt like their ideas mattered, and they felt like they could be who they were. And, and to me, that honestly... I know it sounds like I'm just worshiping Cotton Cloud. It's just a rad place. I was just thinking that. That's what I was but like, it just hmm. feel it just reminded me so much of how important it is to have a positive work culture, and to have a place where you feel like your ideas matter, and and what can come out of that. Like how great of a movie came out of that, and how they all credit that, not to just be like, wow, we're all such good actresses and actors. Like, oh, like we had someone who believed in us. And gave us the space to do what we know we can do. And that's what changed it. And so to me, that just further reinforced how important it is to to have this positive culture. And reminded me why I love working at Cat and Cloud so much. And also as someone who is interested in the film industry, you know, just seeing that it's possible to have... And, and, and someone like her... Also, you know, similar to to Chris and Jared and Charles, like she talks about she's had so many onset experiences, obviously, and has drawn from all the good and the bad and mm. the really bad and the really good, you know, like to create what she really believes like will produce good art. And, you know, it's kind of similar here, like they they've experienced a lot in the coffee world. And they had this wonderful vision. And they did the thing. And we're part of that thing. Heck yeah. And we... When you think about it that way, it's like... It's so crazy and it's such like an honor to be part of that thing. And I know like... It's it's a... They also feel similarly about us. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had the experience of... Like have you if you have you gone to a cafe and be like I work at Cat and Cloud and they go I know who that is yeah yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah you're like oh yeah <sighs> wow yeah. yeah like it's it's hard it to it's all it's the simultaneous like obviously because we're amazing and we do such cool things that are worth being recognized but at the same time like what I just work at a coffee shop yeah <laughs> and it's like oh like I don't really think I'm that. Amazing. Yeah. And then well and then when I was um I was traveling with Rachel and she cuz she met me um in Paris and got to go all these places but she brought coffee to give to people like cat and cloud coffee and I was like, "Oh, you're so smart. I just gave people stickers." <laughs> but like, you know, yeah. that, that and we got to do some trading of coffee. It was so fun. Like the coffee community is rad. Yeah. It's so fun. And growing. So and it's growing. <sighs> excited and becoming such a beautiful like community yeah that's what i like it is not i never expected to be a part of this community Mm -hmm. but the more i dive in like there even when i was traveling i i really felt like my go-to in any city would just be finding a specialty coffee shop like going like because I knew that I could find it was like a home away from home mm-hmm. like this feels familiar and safe and I can and yes I can talk coffee with the baristas but I want to hear about their lives and like you live in Spain tell me about that you know um and so yeah that was like this is 
such a fun way to connect with people. Is there anything you would like to say for everyone that we work with slash guests slash people who just are fans? Fun fact. Oh, geez. I don't feel qualified to give words of encouragement. Um, well, I mean, if there's anything that learning from my own journey, just that how important it is to operate out of a place of knowing that you matter and that just is a game changer and we're we're in the in the game of of changing people's lives and who smooth <laughs> um yeah oh man and just like have fun it's, life is fun we can have fun i don't i don't feel like i have a lot of wisdom to offer here um if you'd like to know a fun fact about me, um, I know a lot about the women's national team. <laughs> That's soccer for everyone out there. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams.